0: I said, give a hell yeah! Hi everybody and welcome to another night covering live NXT as well as other things. And you're here with your favorites, the Brothers of Discussion. We're going to cover everything from some Dark Match Fiend matches. Dark Match Fiend matches. Yep, I did need to say match twice. Some Dark Match Fiend matches leading to mass hysteria. (laughs) Cody's love letter to wrestling fans. And creativity, I'd say. And of course, NXT hitting another home run with its live show. All that and much, much more. Matt, another week. Another tasty bit of wrestling. Only nine hours next week. We'll get it up to eleven hours of coverage. How the heck are you? I'm. Do- <laughs> you hanging in there, Matt? I'm doing Matt? good. What? What? Yeah, you hanging in there, man Yeah. I I just I'm always ready for the. How the heck are you? Um. <laughs> it makes me feel so loved. Um. How the fuck I'm doing are you, pretty man? Pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, do that. Uh, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. How the uh, fuck I'm, are you, you? You fucker. All right. You're feeling you're feeling good. The baby's not keeping you up too much, and how's well, little how's little Adeline? I mean, how's of she course, doing? Of course, of course, she's keeping me up. Yeah. No, I'm on like four hours a night. All right, Matt. Um, first hot tag in the night. You gotta night. work. You gotta work full time. What's, uh, what's at, uh, I gotta I gotta make money. What's more family. work? Uh, raising a baby or watching. 11 hours of wrestling every week <laughs> that's what i was about to say i'm working full-time then i come home and i i help little Addie, you know settle down or i'll just you know i'm working from home so i'll spend time with her and then when that's not happening and i'm not working then i'm constantly watching wrestling and making memes and and gifs And, oh, my God, is it exhausting, because then the only couple of minutes I get, I'm making dinner or something like that. Mike, this is the most exhausting time of my life, and next week it's going to get more exhausting. But uh, before we get to that, we do have to throw out uh, BODpodcast.com is the hub for all things Brothers of Discussion, brothersofdiscussion.com. Uh if you wanna find all those memes, uh and and we've gotten some shout outs this week that that were somebody's uh one of their favorite uh accounts, I guess maybe to steal content from. But uh (laughs) we're one of favorite content creators. Uh you can find it all at BOD Podcast. That's (laughs) gonna uh help you find the Facebook page as well, but you might as well search Brothers of Discussion because that is gonna help you find the Facebook page and a brand new Instagram account, which is making some waves because people are also stealing the memes from there nice um, but uh that's brothers of discussion for instagram and facebook and i don't think we have anything else but we are two episodes away mike we you promised two weeks ago that we were going live on uh episode 100 so you know uh, i can only imagine that means we're gonna need uh, to start spitting out the youtube account so that is also brothers of discussion you're gonna see our ah. handsome faces flapping gums for the first time ever. Yeah, it'll be uh, a week into the Wednesday Night Wars, which uh, we're gonna we're gonna preview today, which I'm 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 excited about, worried about because I don't know how we're gonna do it and go live right after with two shows being on simultaneously. Kind of feels like we should we should uh, switch to Thursdays, but. But here we are. <laughs> We're I, gonna figure I, it out. I don't know. I don't know about an eleven o'clock at night Wednesday <laughs> live recording of a podcast. That's what the people I, want. I I don't think so. But um, <laughs> you, Mike. I don't know how often you get to look at um like East Coast, uh, people you know uh, online looking at websites, seeing those statistics. But eleven thirty dead <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have them for about 10 minutes and then uh and then we'll be uh, we'll be recording for the next morning so uh, that's also happening <laughs> i think uh i think we're gonna have to move we we may <laughs> i
1: now mean if we're gonna go live west.
0: if we're gonna go live i think i think it might be best for business um go to california yeah no Let's if we are on the west coast oh man uh i'll never stop touting that that week i was in hawaii and i was writing articles for us i mean end of the pay-per-view then it was like three or four o'clock in the afternoon sounds oh, good so nice every sunday Wait, what am you i watch talking football? About? football starts at 10 in the morning yeah. awesome well that's oh. uh, in hawaii it's uh it's even earlier you gotta wake up you really gotta get those crows or the crows jesus um <laughs> the early crow gets the dead animal you know see see i'm not getting enough sleep and i still haven't thought no, of no i actually the right like herd. that saying better the early crow gets the dead animal i, I, like I still that. haven't thought of what the you hell get the juicy eyeball out of the carrion I, on the side of the road i can't i can't this is gonna sound terrible but i can't get cock out of my mind <laughs> i'm like all right We've established it's not crow. I don't think that's a sleep issue, Matt. That's a that's a <laughs> cock issue. What the oh the rooster! Rooster. Um <laughs> what the rooster crows. Oh Jesus. Oof. Well Jesus, Maddie and Joseph. Well, we're, we're not right um, now, buddy. So we're not. We can delete we all can that. Delete that um, right now we still have that I, ability. I can't get Pussy. Out of my mind. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and i just just so you know i just knocked my phone off my desk too so that ripped my ears out so i'm, you I'm having a good time right now um, well speaking yeah. of loving matt's loving cox and cody wrote a beautiful love letter um i i would say to just fans of pro wrestling and, and maybe you know to people who are are on the cusp of taking that step to uh, doing something creative for themselves i i will say there i want to read this quote that cody put out there but there's still i i bring it up all the time you said it last week and i was i you shouldn't have said it because now my ego just is going to go through the roof but you said you like how i interpret some things from a business perspective um you didn't quite that that's not verbatim but it's it's something that's how i took it you were probably like matt shut up and then in my head i was like thanks mike anyway um why don't we read the quote and then i want to tell you kind of where my head went first and then because i know here's here's the hint at where i'm going it's very opposite there aren't a lot of the opposite podcast shows where one person interviews themselves but i think we're we're on bated breath here to hear matt give himself a prompt and then react to it matt take it away it's called prefacing. I do it a lot. If you're a fan of the show, very familiar. Cody Rhodes' statement before the AEW show. I'm going to... Should I do a performance here? Speak to me. Oh. John Cena once... <laughs> John. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell when I go in and out of character? <laughs> John Cena once told me that when the fans clap their hands or stop their feet, give a visceral indicator that they want something you need to do something please share. and i skipped ahead please share your feedback with me i want it all of it good bad ugly what we did right what we did wrong and why let me help create and tailor a product for you there's a lot there's another three paragraphs on top of this another four paragraphs after this statement this is the one that really grabbed me because uh, I always heard about you know John Cena in the ring trying to change things up, and we experienced that when we saw John Cena and Randy Orton fight for the unified WWE World Heavyweight Championship uh, titles. Man, it's a lot of adjectives for a belt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was one idea of a championship, but two belts. So that's how it gets so difficult. Anyway, let me jump into what I'm thinking because we always go way too long, and this is my problem with prefacing. And here we go. I'm still doing Listen it. To that it's still going. I Oof. can't stop. Anyway, Mike, this is Cody's last-ditch effort, because I actually think they're shaking in their boots, this is Cody's last-ditch effort to put on a human side to AEW before they get going. And I don't blame them at all for doing this. It should have come a lot sooner. The whole idea of this being a war was a terrible idea, because there's a company that's been on for two weeks now, and we just watched the last episode of NXT. And I gotta say, uh, if every good feeling, you know, if if every match didn't evoke a good feeling, uh, you know, it's just you're you're lying to yourself. Um, and there's a whole other conversation to have about that. But Mike, I know you want to go about this in the like taking a look at it from the, the writer's perspective, but mm-hmm. from the, the business perspective, mm-hmm. um, I, I think I think at this point I wouldn't have made this statement. I would have made this statement months ago. I would have made this statement maybe right when he started AEW uh, to kind of set the tone. This is very different from the tone he wants to set. It's muddying the waters. It's confusing the fans. And it looks like he's going, please, please, please watch my show. Um, I'm going to say that's where I'm at. And I still, like, I I get it. Like, I get why he did it. But it definitely feels like there was a conversation before he put this out there that was like, Cody, you got to do this. Mike? besides all the grammar errors that are just riddled through this thing <laughs> from a writer's perspective and from the inspirational side of things how, how how did you feel about it i uh i i totally didn't see it that way at all um i thought that it was a it was a great gesture because uh, they're on the they're on the cusp of somebody turning away a guaranteed lucrative paycheck um you know for for an artist's creativity that's that's ultimately what was at stake here because Cody was already making a living um when he stopped wrestling at WWE I'm sure he could have done commentary or whatever the hell he wanted to do with who his dad was and who he is um and instead he you know he pivoted away and said i I want to do my own thing I think I can you know do the stories I can write the the promos I can wrestle the matches um and I think we're a week away from which some, I, I still think is a, is a monumental achievement um, from what started off as a one-off show and is now going to be a weekly program on TNT. Um, and Cody, you know, writing these things, you know, uh, I know it's on the other side of the hill, a billion-dollar publicly traded behemoth with seven years of experience and an expansive network of divisions and subsidiaries which has ultimately become a monopoly in wrestling i'm nervous i'm a little scared too but i'm saddling up in dc anyway along with the best partners and wrestlers on the planet i'm with aew because aew is for everybody and i hope everyone tunes in and gives us a chance to shine for you thank you i just um like that combined with the name dropping of randy orton of cena like you said of vince mcmahon um I, I think he's... I think that this is just something in Cody's heart. Like, this is this is his baby. Like, this is his... This is his Adeline, Matt. And I think he's very excited you to... You can't do that. <laughs> you have a baby. Are you saying you don't love your baby? <laughs> Go On ahead. the podcast, Matt? No. Uh, I think he's just really excited for his baby. I think he's excited for it to, to get going. Um, and you know when people are going to compare it to man all these nx these couple nxt shows have just been off the chain they have been but they've also been like greatest hits of nxt like you know tonight the the keith lee dijakovic match uh so they kept that feud going um you know next week we're gonna have three different belts defended i mean that's not something you can reasonably do every episode of live nxt it's ridiculous so they're just trying to do, you know, something to get you to watch NXT instead of AEW. Like, what I'm excited to see is not necessarily week one of this battle, but week two, when we kind of see, you know, what, what's the regular show going to look like? Um. So I, I yeah. didn't think this was a desperate move on Cody's part. I think, I think he's literally just super pumped to get going. And as somebody who does a, a podcast with a, you know you know we're not backed by you know turner network television we're not we're not even backed by you know like me who seems to sponsor every podcast except ours um we're just creating this because we like doing it so you know it's obviously a little bit different from cody's situation because he turned down money to do this and we turned down i don't know free time uh <laughs> to do this um you know it's 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 it resonated with me because we create something that, you know, we just wanted to do it, you know, to have, um, uh, like, creative say in it. So, I I think it's a successful piece in that regard. I, You know what? You brought a new thought to mind, though. Um, I don't want to go too deep into this. But I will say, this might just be the difference of how the two of us approach the podcast. And it's not... I'm not... Mm. i just i i do have to be careful the way i say this because this has nothing to do with you it has more to do with me and my own issues and my own insecurities so it i it, this can be construed in a negative way but i just i i look at it as just facts but it, it's just this idea that i've actually done so like the, the things i do for this this podcast i've done out of desperation I do, and I don't actually believe in some of the things I do because I want to see us go, like, to that next level. So I've gone out uh, you know, like, as we've both done, but, like, in my head, I'm like, we need to do something like this. We need to do take this next step. And I, it's going to put me in a bad position. It's I might even be saying things on social media that I don't actually believe in. But when you do the research and you, you see what works and what doesn't work, what people want to see from um you know a brand then i'm like all right we gotta do that we gotta you know go that extra mile make sure that everybody else is smiling so that's i guess from that perspective that's that's probably where all of my thoughts about this came from because i I just uh, like you said two or a week ago about how i dissect things from a business perspective like that's even what I'm doing on the inside of our own podcast. Before I think, what's the most fun thing we can do on the podcast? I think what works, and then uh, I, and that's where I see Cody too as as a. He's probably not the best businessman as we've talked about before on the show, but that's probably where that relation came from, and that's where I'm I'm probably just overlaying my own thoughts and how I approach things on onto onto Cody and maybe maybe that's what you're doing from your side too yeah it uh it reminded me of one of my favorite comedians maria bamford does this bit about um this guy who who told her she's not funny um and she just kind of said something you know like he didn't really he wasn't buying my meats and cheeses and she says you know it takes tenacity and courage you know to use a glue gun you know it's 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 the easiest thing in the world to, to criticize stuff click don't like boo and then she's like, Hey, coward, if somebody sings out their Batman poetry to a largely hostile Barnes and Noble crowd, or if you crank out a raw, unedited skull out of a Granny Smith apple, pop that on a style torso, upload that to Etsy, price it high. If you think doing a nude clown opera, you write it, you cast it, you actually fucking do it. That doesn't show you're insane. It shows the symptoms of being hardworking and a huge success. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. I guess, um, Cody turning down all that WWE money does make me think he's a little nuts, but now he's out there, you know, doing his Batman poetry to a largely, uh, you know, hostile wrestling audience. Um, yeah. you know, and he's employing no, a luchasaurus dinosaur man and, you know, a bunch of hasbens running out and doing spine busters and God damn it. He's no, still going to try and get it to work, you know? And and the thing is mike and and just to kind of jump on your point and to say that i this is where I, i i know and i can identify what i'm doing but i know i'm wrong like i know my approach to this is wrong it's just my instinct puts me in those directions because when you and i in 30 years are watching pro wrestling and we go back to talking about When people used to listen to podcasts and how we had one. And we'll be joking about it with our grandkids. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that that is going to be a memory we're going to love and cherish forever. However many years we end up doing this, however successful we do get, you and I are going to be able to share this. Same thing with Cody. Cody now has a more fulfilling and rewarding life. Because he chose himself over... The money over just living with wwe you know what even in 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 his story like i don't i don't think he lied i just think of the reason that this came out you know what i'm saying like if we were all completely like uh honest this it would never have anything to do with any of us so you're you he mean, would just you're, write you're just he a little, would just write you're a little more suspicious of the like when it came out i i wouldn't say suspicious i'm just uh, like that was just the thought that like that yeah, is, i, mean, I think, that i'm just gonna say that's what happened yeah it was definitely strategically dropped you know it's dropped on a wednesday it's dropped on you know nxt day mm-hmm. um yeah i think there was some some strategy involved but um I just think the, the, the content has some real authenticity to it. So that's, I'm okay. I'm okay with him, you know, dropping it at a specific time because it, it feels like it's, it's something, um, like raw and, you know, authentic from him. No, and I, I, I can't disagree with you. Um, I think it just, it just comes back to, we got to move on because now we're already at 20 minutes, but, um, you know, I, I think uh, we're both making good points and let's talk about that's got to be Kane. That's got to be for a shitty transition. No, uh, cuz you know, part of the yeah, name of this your... show is The Brothers of, you know, it's The Brothers of Discussion, which is an allusion to The Brothers of Destruction, which featured Kane. Um and the WWE network uh, I think one of their um strengths is doing documentaries and behind the scenes work um you know pulling the curtain and this was this was a really great you know uh behind the scenes because they let everybody break kayfabe under uh, even undertaker undertaker kane and Shawn michaels all kind of explained uh you know the storylines leading up uh to kane's debut uh kane's uh you know awful characters when he you know was dr isaac yankum when he was you know the replacement diesel um and then you know they're in the writer's room and uh uh bruce pritchard is talking about you know these writers just you know, throw anything you can at the wall and see if it sticks and somebody goes hey what if uh the undertaker had a brother and you know just kind of you know kept snowballing into yeah maybe he was in a fire that's why we haven't seen him you know because he try and keep it supernatural and you know, Glenn Jacobs, he'd been such a good sport playing fake diesel and a, a goofball dentist. Uh, you know, he, he, he did a good job. He, you know, made himself stand out in Vince's eyes. And so he got an incredible role of a lifetime uh, feuding with The Undertaker. Um, and the story of this documentary is that, you know, Sean and Mark Calloway were, you know, not uh, not super close um and you know 1996 97 98 uh because sean was to be honest kind of a douchebag um well what what did you what did you think though the whole show like what uh what did i think uh overall the story of kane was great i think it just if you watch it you're gonna enhance your love for glenn jacobs even more uh because he seems like such a um like a humble hard worker like before he becomes kane and then he becomes kane like how nervous he was to make that initial spot mean something. Um, and then the end of the documentary has a, a really great story about, you know, what it, what it meant for him to be Kane. Um, Cause some, uh, you know, a, a fan like comes up to him after a show and she has a picture of her son with, with Kane. And she, you know, she's talking to Glenn and she just says, you know, I just want to thank you because, you know, my son was in the hospital and uh, the last picture I have of him, before he died is with you and you made him really happy so i i just wanted to say thank you and you you meant a lot to him Mm. so you know not only is that like a super touching story you get to hear glenn tell it and you know you get to see glenn the man have real emotion you know outside of the character and it's 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 pretty touching stuff i i don't i think you're only gonna you know love kane even more love glenn jacobs even more i think the only thing i would edit about the documentary is it's about half hour long yeah i want to say like 10 to 12 minutes is dedicated to Shawn michaels and what a douchebag he was <laughs> like i wanted more glenn jacobs and less michael lincoln bottom you know what i mean so no um, yeah as a fan of kane uh, you know as a if you're listening to brothers of discussion you probably smirked when you saw our, the name of our show um i think you're really gonna like meeting glenn jacobs the man so that's that's what this documentary aims to do so well i know i i i mean i haven't made it a secret as to why it's been so difficult uh to, to keep up with even more wrestling programming but uh there's there's definitely no way i'm gonna you know i'm gonna miss this uh it's it's gonna go it's gonna go on the schedule eventually just gotta just gotta make some time yeah i mean like it's something where you you know the footage so well you know you you know um the hell in the cell coming down and there's a pretty cool scene where they actually show the engineers putting together the first hell in a cell um in the like in the wwe labs that's that's a fascinating thing to look at um but i think most of it you could just kind of listen to on a if you have to commute to work it's just fun to hear the interviews between the wrestlers it's pretty cool um so in addition to the usual 11 hours of programming throw in a half hour cane documentary um yeah you want to dive into uh more of the live wrestling from this week from wwe hell yeah all right is that (laughs) <laughs> matt hot tag is daniel bryan actually going face again or is he just trying to you know lull roman into a false sense of security here what's going on i mean i i think so i think this is another <laughs> damn it this is another strategy coming from uh from from fox i mean when you look at the the pictures and the videos that we're, we all remember of daniel bryan it's all the fans cheering with him so i think i think this is just going along those lines of uh, keeping anybody that's worthwhile or anybody that that has an image outside of the WWE um, making them making them a face and making them uh, a, a, probably a bigger part of this company. It, it'll be interesting to see how long like a guy like AJ Styles stays heel. You know, how long does the OC stay the way they are kind of thing. Um... I, I wouldn't say there's too much to look into that, but just like that idea in general. But I, I think yeah, just to answer that question on Daniel Bryan. Um, See, I really I, like I like your business answer a lot. That I, I think that's that's right on the money. It it's it doesn't feel <laughs> coincidental that all of a sudden the yes man is the yes man again with with Fox's dollar signs right around the corner. Um, and you've also got Roman Reigns with them who. Um, you know was coming around as one of the biggest, you know, t-shirt sellers in the in the whole company. So I, I think getting those two guys together against you know, some classic big guy monster heels in Rowan and Harper. I think that's that's just got easy money written all over it for Fox for them to promote it. Um yeah, and if and if we're having the conversation too about um, like also building guys up for the first big show, I think Rowan has come just miles from where like where he was when we first met eric rowan like to the point where luke harper would be tagged in for most of the match rowan would do something clumsy on the outside and then harper would have to do all the winning um i mean rowan can hold his own on the mic rowan can definitely hold his own in the ring is that uh spinning heel kick now he's gonna have to go toe to toe with alistair black just to Mm. see who can (laughs) knock more teeth out but um i think i mean it's all good it's all good wrestling so if you can get you can get these uh the heels over just by having them go up against these two massive stars which you know by the way when you watch the commercials for fox what are you seeing roman reigns and daniel bryan yep so now they're gonna be teamed up together you don't see heel daniel bryan in the commercials. You see yes chants at, at uh, the Breslin, Breslin Center for Michigan State. I went, yeah, I go to Michigan State. I don't even remember what the hell the, <laughs> <laughs> the stupid arena is called um, or the center. Um, but, yeah, we're Michigan State, plays basketball, and they were one of the first, uh, you know, famous spots to do the yes chant. Like, that's what they're highlighting. So they want to highlight the sport aspect, highlight the, the popularity aspect of it, Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, and you get to put over – like you put it the two monster heels All right, win 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 um let's win. uh let's move past that um because i i know i want to talk about the, the the social media panic uh because there's some leaked footage of a dark match uh basically after raw and after when when raw went off the air um seth rollins got offense in on the fiend uh matt in twitter lost its mind <laughs> um do you think that this is time to panic uh how should we be looking at seth rollins pummeling the fiend so much that he literally turned the lights out on the fiend (laughs) well it's not time to panic um oh man i have so many burps from this beer uh but i I just by the way i don't remember if we talked about that uh well we talked about it off the air um It's, uh, it's a chocolate-covered cherry stout. I don't even think... This isn't uh, the first time I've had this while we were recording, either.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm doing a repeat
0: beer, too. Yeah, it's from Sheboygan Brewing. It's uh, It's just... It... I mean to call it a chocolate-covered cherry stout, like it definitely has both of those flavors coming through. Yeah. But it also feels like you're eating an entire case of chocolate-covered cherries. Um, it's it's a lot. It's it's not like that incredibly like heavy, but it's it's not incredibly heavy. So this is gonna sound dumb, but it is very filling. It's a very filling beer. Um, I kind of I kind of take my beers like Jim Gaffigan takes his fish. He's like, you know, what's good on fish? Anything that kills the taste of fish. <laughs> you know what's good in beer anything that kills the taste of beer uh so you killed it with chocolate and cherries i killed mine with real pumpkin cinnamon and nutmeg spices mm. <laughs> little ichabod mm. from new holland in michigan so yeah, hopefully uh we get sponsored here and we get some free brewskis uh you yeah. I mean, oh, know i was thinking about like reaching out to the local breweries and seeing seeing what what, what? can I grab? There's got to be someone out there, right? That's like, yeah, I like pro wrestling. Sure, whatever. Here's a hundred bucks. <laughs> you, you're we're the new sponsors. Put us all over your social media, and then we say, you know, aye <laughs> aye. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I, I'm sorry, I was excited about your beer, and I cut you off about Seth Rollins. Uh, it didn't sound like you're saying this was time to panic, man. No, it's def it's definitely not. Um, but I I think. It goes back to our conversation, though, a couple weeks ago that we even had to cut short because it went, like, 45 minutes, so (gasps) I cut it down to, like, 20. Yeah. We got into it. If uh, That'll be something we'll have to come back, and when we get famous, we're going to have to put that whole conversation up there because it was one of the first times we went into a long, heated conversation and didn't get too angry at each other. Like, so angry (laughs) that we had to shut down the recording. Right um it'll be interesting if that happens when we go live yeah. but um we're what live, i what buddy. i kept coming back to was can we trust the wwe to write this the right way and our next topic on the show is going to be bray wyatt still being booked well on tv but um what we're talking about right now is him being booked poorly uh during these live shows i don't i don't think that's an issue but it definitely it definitely it doesn't like bode well there isn't like a good there isn't a positive thing to come out of it it's just you can't directly say well this is where it all started was when they did this thing that wasn't even supposed to be on tv uh that's when we knew bray wyatt was doomed i just you know there's nothing you can pull that's positive from it where if bray wyatt beat seth rollins you know beat him down and then we we all shared that on social media there's a lot of positive to come out of that um so i i just you know what i mean like i i i think so I, you're saying there's no positive from what we saw no because if i mean if that does turn out to be a test um and that's yeah that's what i think it was i i think it was uh you know you, you test a pilot when you're doing a new tv show i think they were trying to see. Well, let's see how they uh, let's see how they feel about Seth. You know, our our champion. You know, our, our go-to guy, his face of the company, outside of Becky. Uh, let's uh, let's see what happens here. Oh God, they hate it. All right. Well, we'll go back to the drawing board. and We'll uh, have to figure this out then. Uh, well, I, I don't think Dark match, I don't think Dark Match offense is anything. I think it's just he can't just kill everyone forever even when it's not on tv i think he he has to get at least punched right (laughs) so i think like getting up immediately from a finisher and then eating three finishers and kicks to the head i i i think this was best case scenario it it doesn't count you know it's a dark match uh this is this is just footage for the writers room for them to say wow uh well maybe we'll have to figure out a way for seth Rollins to turn heel or something because as is people are not going to root for seth rollins to defeat the fiend um so that that's kind of what i was looking at like it's a it's a bigger picture longer trajectory what are we going to do with the fiend because he's got to have people to fight and the people love him uh but it's it's seth rollins who we've invested so much of our company into we got to figure out a way for them to fight each other because seth can't give up his belt and then just you know go off and do you know ec3 obscurity well i guess i guess my my problem with it is is like i think we are getting some hints that this isn't going to be the end of uh or i guess maybe it's not going to be the end of seth's reign which means i mean the only way that that happens is either bray loses or braun strowman's gonna come in and interfere at hell in a cell because we know all you all you really got to do is pull down that door and then the ref can just wave the match off now uh they set that precedent but i I just i don't know I i think the better thing is is if we do move on to like what happened on tv is that bray did take out strowman uh rollins was screaming and, uh, as I put it, you know, uh, Bray is now a, a, a human meme machine because everything he does is just, there's, it's so over the top. There's, there's so many different things to do. And, and my favorite one was, uh, <laughs> watching, watching the spider in the, uh, corner of the room was, was Seth oh, Rollins Wyatt, Wyatt watching I'd Bray Wyatt. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> taking out, uh, taking out Braun Strowman. Yeah. But, um, I, I just. That's where all the good is. I just don't see anything, you know, like that's that, that's where it scares me. Is is that you can't pull at least from my perspective, it just looks like they're they're doing too much to figure out how do we keep the title on Seth Rollins? Um which I You know what? And I'm rambling because I was trying to get back to this question to you. Um but do you feel it's a little worrisome that this was a test because shouldn't they be with it enough to know that we're all backing bray wyatt right now no i i don't think it's no i not i'm not like how do they about not that. Know like I, I think um like yeah you got to see what you have a little bit like when I watched that, it just sounded like silence when Rylance was getting offense in, and I don't think you really know until you see it. Like you might get, ooh, you know, like kind of like, oh my God, he's he's hitting the fiend, he's get, he's getting him, you know. Um, you might get that kind of reaction, but for silence, I, I think maybe that's a little bit of a surprise. Um, but like, I mean, so here's let's get let's get back into Bray and and Seth then well, because it, well it's if gonna he happen. Does what's going to happen is there's three men involved right now so what's probably going to happen is bray and seth are going to get a title match strowman will probably interfere strowman and bray will fight at the next pay-per-view and then bray will come back for seth it'll it'll be something like that so we can kind of kick the can on because i know you were worried about bray getting his match too early um so i I think that that inclusion of strowman is the kick the can approach so we can you know uh, have him in a real title match at rumble or wrestlemania i and i gotta say i i if that is what what happens i i don't know how big of a fan i am of that uh well of, i think it further just... diminishes strowman's uh <laughs> in, like intimidation factor um to know that you know if you get in any real trouble trouble with strowman you just let the fiend in and you'll be okay i i just like this idea that he's he's this being right now that we can't figure out we can't like how is he possibly stronger just because he wears this mask and if seth's gonna get in all this offense or they're still trying to figure out how bray doesn't just dominate in this match then then we're just dealing with bray white again and that's not that's not as fun so if he's in this match i kind of feel like for it to make sense for us to still have the fiend he has to dominate and win anything else that happens we just go well that's another bray wyatt not winning a pay-per-view match and just kind of i mean you and i we're from detroit we watch the lions play football and there's a saying over here that are so you're talking this is same old bray if he doesn't win what what is the difference if bray has i loved bray's promos when they were just bray wyatt I know, but this is if he has just great promos again and he loses every pay-per-view what are we getting out of this i know but that's i don't think wwe likes to operate like that and i i think in a in a, a that was a what little i said bit, a little bit you don't like it either because you you didn't want bray to win the title immediately so what they're gonna do is prove to you that he's worthy of being in a championship match, but not give him the belt outright that quickly. Um, that sounds like a way to justify if they do it, but that's totally not what's in the back there. That that's not their strategy. I think I think it is though. I think they're they're trying to punt this a little bit because if it would be Bray Wyatt, if like same old same old Bray, I think we're gonna end up having that as a recurring catchphrase on this show um let me write down same old bray um if he just wins it in like hell in a cell would you rather him win his first championship at hell in a cell or would you rather have it be like a like a at royal rumble since we're going to be in attendance that that's not a fair question yes, first it is. of all <laughs> would you want Those to are watch the only it two options Here's the thing: shitty Hell in a Cell, or you get to see it live in person. What do you pick? If he wins at Hell in a Cell, and you're booking and you're booking the Fiend properly, he's not losing the title by the Royal Rumble. So, if you're telling me he's winning it and then losing it, then we go back to my I, argument that he shouldn't be in the title conversation because he shouldn't be late. losing matches. You can't do that for anymore. a while. It's that, over. He's already in the title talks. So now you got to move forward. And I, I think what they're gonna but, do. It's a little bit like when Becky Lynch, uh, goodness gracious, who was she fighting last year at SummerSlam when she uh, she lost, but then she ended up winning at the Women's Evolution. Was, SummerSlam was Carmella and uh, Charlotte. Yeah, so they didn't give it to her immediately because they they're like, yeah, we're gonna make them really want Becky to win. So I'm wondering I... if they're thinking, yeah, we're gonna make you really want Bray Wyatt to win. But, but I, think, I think I think to your point part of the magic of this bray character is that he hasn't been like a, a short-term memory character right he's referenced husky harris he's referenced uh his um uh, who's that uh buzzard character that he was uh, kind of vaguely um alluding to with the hawaiian shirts so i mean he was he was bray wyatt mm-hmm yeah so i'm just saying like all his puppets <laughs> are allusions to all his old characters right so what i'm saying is that you know it's a it's a long-term thing um so you know for us it, it, it wouldn't be a, a short payoff because we've been waiting oh my god has he been around since what 2014 15 14 15 not 13 uh, i don't know i'm always surprised when i look at timelines of wrestling yeah when i look at god damn they've all been in there so long um i think that's that's the argument to give him the belt and kind of go with what you're saying but uh, i'm just wondering with the with this championship if they if they're going to treat the fiend like a new person if they want to wait and make him defeat more people before he gets his his gold um i i think what i think what i predicted is probably going to happen that strowman's gonna um you know interfere and then there's gonna be a strowman feud and then he'll go back to winning gold at a more prestigious pay-per-view but I, uh, you know you're right it would be same old bray to put him in a big match and not have him come out on top and his his character isn't one that should struggle this it's not—well, created- if he lost, it's not struggling. Strowman just interfered. He pounces on Strowman, and then he fights him at the next pay-per-view. He just refocuses. Uh, That's—I don't know. He to can me, still that's, dominate that's and win, struggle. which was your criteria. He can dominate the match, win by DQ, but not win the gold, and then feud with the strongest man in the company. But that's—I mean, that's that's still the—like, con- that's the conflict. is his it, Like, he's still— fighting his way to get to the the universal title where a character like the fiend should just i want it it's mine like that is the power and strength he should have it shouldn't be that there's i don't know there shouldn't be a breakdown there shouldn't be an issue with him getting it i i just that's and again we could talk about, uh, like, that's my idea of The Fiend. That's what I see is the perfect way to tell the story, and then to find a way to move forward is, is a whole other conversation. But to think that there's still, like, I don't think there's searching that needs to be done to figure out who this is. I think we've we've gone, what, four months now of, of, of mostly story, and, uh, and we've seen a pretty dominant uh, pro wrestler in the ring. So I think I think that's what you got to stick with, and and having him beat up Braun Strowman for a month is not. I don't know. Does he really want the Universal Title then? I guess you know then not. It's just it's it's too confusing. It's too muddied. It's. I don't uh... think it's that muddied. I think I don't know. I, I think you just. I think Adolin's keeping you up too much. I think that <laughs> give take a nap. And come back, and I, I think you're gonna see that it's it's gonna be all right because we're gonna we're gonna punt this. and still keep Bray interesting. Still put him in the chase because once he has the gold, then what? Is he gonna randomly attack the people who want the belt next? That's like, it's why just... I said he shouldn't even be in. But that's too this bad. You can't do that. He's already here. It's already here. So the we either have so now that he's here. Mm-hmm the options are either we get old bray wyatt and he doesn't win the title i don't care if it's a loss i don't care if it's interference it's bray wyatt not standing tall so either that's option one but that or option still two standing is tall. he wins you, the title you can't say it like that he would be standing tall but that's that's us knowing how the game works that's us going well you know elias got beat up but he got beat up by the rock and we saw how that no, went. No, that's not what we're saying. We're saying that it's he loses the same by idea. interference. He could still beat up Braun Strowman. Yeah, that's. I mean. But it just the doesn't same hold the championship. Because as, as soon as we give him the championship, all he's doing is defending it. Right. That's how. Yeah, that's how it works. And he keeps winning. I don't know. I. I... I think it limits you once he gets the belt so i, I think you could still kind of punt and you know be a little a little more creative before he gets the gold because once he has it then he's you know then he's the target every week instead of him seeking out people you know what i mean so yeah, I, th- then, I think this is yeah i think I, this I is got, an opportunity like, to do one more one more feud I, with somebody who's formidable because strong. and i i will say hearing anybody say do you know what i mean when it's blatantly obvious what you mean makes me want to rip my ears off well i'm (laughs) glad you know what i mean but and i do really want to murder you right now why but i it's just it's so weird that you know like then the conversation is we'll see now he's not wwe or universal champion for another month just like you wanted. And then I go, "No, nah, it's not. I didn't want that either." It's just <laughs> Well, what do you want, Matt? You don't well, I already to told be you guys. You want him to champion. I be wanted second. him you to don't take him down. To win. You want him to win. You're just you're all over the map. We don't know what's going on. No. I'm you're playing in Alaska, the circumstances you're in Hawaii You're in Virginia. What are you doing? Everyone's going to look back at this and this is going to be another moment where we go, "Matt was right." This was a silly decision to put him in the universal title conversation this early because now we have to play all of these if and then statements of well wait no if Braun Strowman hits him with his right hand that's his stronger hand so when he knocks out Bray it's okay because he's stronger from the right side if he hits him with his left hand I don't know that makes Bray a little bit weak so let's hit okay Braun Strowman hits him with the right hand and then uh, Seth Rollins uses a chair. And then Randy Orton will come out of nowhere and he'll run him over with the truck. And that'll be how Bray loses. And he's still strong because he got run over by a truck. And then creative team signs off on the document, hands it over to Bray. And Bray goes right over to AEW. End of story. (laughs) I think... (laughs) Head of medicine on the fictional (laughs) television show scrubs dr kelso said it best when he said and we're back all right moving on um the oc debuted a new theme this week a new song um and it was all for nothing because they lost again yep Matt, hot tag they lost do they lose their new theme No, but this is another thing. They donate it to somebody who's going to use it properly. (laughs) I hope so. This is just another thing where I was like, I said, once they get the theme song, they're investing some time and money and effort into this uh, the faction of the OC. Yeah. But uh, you know, they still look like bulk and skull out there. (laughs) Just a couple of doofuses that forget how to wrestle. They came in a close second. It wasn't that bad, right? Yeah it's not to me it's not interesting tv to put out the meg you know like now the viking raiders are the mega face and to have them just like not completely squash the oc but i mean we didn't even really get a sniff that that's 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 bad booking decision to me um so what's the next one if we want to start talking about EC 3 let's uh yeah, I, I I don't know whose feelings did this guy hurt. How is he a How is he a two minute jobber now? What What the hell happened? And I love Rusev. I love his his new little uh, like gay porn star mustache. Uh, is he's got his new chiseled physique. Um, but I don't 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 squash my EC three. What happened? Matt, hot tag who, who did EC three insult? uh was it vince mcmahon wasn't i don't know i mean isn't that a real story that he did i mean him going over to tna and he was kind of going up with with the old nxt um all that i i really don't know i i don't know what's going on but obviously there's there's something going on behind state uh uh behind uh behind the big old yeah, yeah. <laughs> backstage there we go <laughs> jesus christ oh yeah and then recording at 11 o'clock doesn't help anything and we still have to talk nxt anyway mike i don't i don't understand why this is happening i'm a huge fan of ec3 and i hope he does go back down to nxt to fill out that roster i think ultimately what we need to do is is like cody wrote a love letter to wrestling fans we need to write one for ec3 like to keep hanging in there hang in there baby like that little kitty hanging from the branch hang in there baby you can do it don't... we still love you we don't know why they don't love you but we do um matt... i just want to yeah i want to tell them everything's gonna be okay yeah you know? uh let's jump into nxt man um, oh yes oh thank god i'm so yeah. glad we let's skipped uh, the last... hop down a little bit um i'm not complaining i i love watching wrestling on a wrestling show but is this gonna last much longer matt Okay. See Mike as a as a pure pro wrestling fan, uh me, Matthew, I, I don't understand what you're talking about. This just There's there's like there's, no promos. It's it's just match <laughs> after match after match. No, there was there's a great promo to open up NXT. I, I felt like um, I was watching AEW. Era What's walked going walked out here? <laughs> Didn't you see Who Undisputed are these Era people? walk out what are they? and show off to the who's that guy? I felt like a, I felt like the old man at the movie theater. Who who's he what's what are his motivations they're just (laughs) out there punching each other (laughs) no i think uh i think we might be seeing that they want to they want to compete with what aew said they were going to brand themselves as Uh we haven't seen an episode of aew dynamite but uh... (laughs) way to get away from uh nitro (laughs) i I thought it was i actually thought it was cool because it's tnt tnt dynamite get it Uh, uh. yeah we all got it when it was tnt and nitro (laughs) that's that was my nitro's on the periodic table elements matt that's what i thought it was Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's all they were doing. Probably. Uh, Anywho, uh, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see what AEW does. But I think that's what, what uh, Triple H is going for here to start is to go pro wrestling and then uh, make you you know if you're picking like I I only want good wrestling. Triple H knows he hired guys that can wrestle. It's not always what NXT was about. It's about helping guys like kind of put together some good promos and make their characters a little more main event worthy but uh it doesn't matter anymore no um well let's uh kind of take a peek at the matches here uh, quick peek <laughs> yeah we had matt riddle battling killian dane in a an alleged street fight uh with very little street fighting going on <laughs> most of this match was in the ring and it ended in a submission It didn't end in an evisceration, uh, a beheading, um, uh, with brass knuckles. It ended with a traditional MMA-style submission move. Matt, worst street fight you've ever seen. Hot take. wasn't their last one even worse uh or the that one, one actually this? ended up in a street i think that one was objectively better that's it was okay a street so that's fight, that's the gauge we're looking at they should have called this um, a match re- wrestle ring match well i think the way that killian dane used uh you know like threw chairs at matt riddle that he definitely led on to the idea that <laughs> like a- anything goes Cause uh, if anything, he, didn't really... he reminded me of the moving company who broke my furniture. That that's what yeah. he reminded me of. No, yeah, like he, he wasn't trying, uh, <laughs> trying to line it up and hit Matt Riddle square in the back and give him that you know that second to kind of get on his knees and a you know yeah. a couple of hands there. No, he just picked up the chair and whipped it at him. <laughs> he wasn't even really in that prime position. That's why I uh, call him Killian Day yeah i guess so so to that extent i enjoyed watching chairs spot, he's killian dane <laughs> i enjoyed watching chairs get thrown at matt riddle i thought that was pretty fun yeah um i you know what i liked was keith lee and dominic dijakovic well, oh my god wait, let's back up we've got uh riddle's now gonna face and oh, i forgot for about the NXT that there, was, there were stipulations <laughs> yeah. yeah there's something always going on at nxt there's always a title match or a number one contender every match is a title match or a number one contender match all right i just, i did i did really just want to mention that because we're going to talk about it in a little bit when we preview next week but uh yeah unless unless you got to go to bed then we can wrap this up <laughs> quicker but um yeah keith lee and dijakovic uh, I, I mean i i made the comment online that people have uh we even talked about it last week but can they keep these match cards going and i said well i mean if these guys just want to keep fighting each other every other week i'm totally cool with it that that can totally happen um i mean this is another amazing match from these two yeah if you're a fan of you know like uh the like the monster sequences from godzilla versus ghidra that's what this was it was just two monstrous monster-sized human beings just throwing a lot of meat at each other it was it was fantastic um and it wasn't perfect no and it didn't i I think that made it more perfect because it looked like they were trying new stuff um and they they tried to do some some chains of uh suplexes or doing some chains into suplexes and those kind of oh it's a roll up (laughs) just because tachikovic (laughs) fell over (laughs) well i i like the um the, the dueling moonsaults i thought that was pretty cool yeah no but, uh, i mean I, uh i really liked maro having have to backpedal my god keith lee going to the top rope well not the top turnbuckle but the metal turnbuckle oh my god <laughs> the metal <laughs> turnbuckle for a big guy that's pretty good yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, Now i'm biting hangnails off my finger when you bing. right when you asked me the question so i was like <laughs> um yeah i i I think we're so spoiled like if you go in the the annals of wwe's network history and you watch the big guys battle and you think think of like earthquake and typhoon if they had to fight keith lee it's like they're the same weight but keith lee's you know his speed's up to like a 98 it's it's unbelievable (laughs) we're so spoiled with how athletic these guys are these days um, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're like changing the rules on how two uh, K is gonna have to work, right? Because you had the big guys and yeah. they're not allowed to do all the same high. You got to turn moves. off the physics now. Right. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's it's too tough. Two K won't be able to handle it's, Keith Lee. It's it's like you're watching, uh, like Steph Curry play basketball. Like he he reimagined how you play, where you know he basically made the three pointer a way of life, and Keith Lee is making athleticism for a three, a build weight, a build weight of 340 pounds, mega athletic. Uh, and it's really fun for us to watch. I, I don't know if he's ever going to win gold. I don't I don't know if he even needs it. He's just charismatic and exciting. He doesn't need gold. Yeah, you know, he's just, he's a great guy to have, you know, on your, on your uh, salary. So, I, <sighs> just yeah. thank you just another exciting match uh man i oh, yeah. did get the return of dakota kai um i'm a big fan of her so I was, I was pretty pumped and i saw her get just a little emotional just a little bit but i i would have been too those are some horrific injuries that she had i'm, I'm glad she's back and healthy yeah that was it, was it was a fun match and uh i i thought it was great too that in her return she kind of gave uh, Tynara like the nod, like gave her this opportunity to show off again. And I think yeah. this is um, this is either I'm just remembering uh, NXT from two weeks ago, or she is two weeks straight as Tynara uh, fighting on TV, but putting in a good putting in a good battle. Uh, yeah. It's not again. This is another one. I'm not going to say uh, she was perfect, uh, but when you're oh. in the ring with Dakota Kai and you get this opportunity to to you know take yeah, advantage so of someone that's you yeah exactly take take advantage of someone that's going to make you look a little bit better so you can try a few new things and, uh, and we saw some new things get added to the repertoire yeah well, i i enjoyed right. it and right i was impressed Tignara. um first of all they took her last name away which whatever um uh, but did you notice that they also updated her her entrance i don't know if you're watching the whole time but she used to come out and be you know very serious and like uh um, like a jiu jitsu fighting robe and then she had her black belt on. And now she just comes out and she like she does a little shimmy at the top of the ramp and then she does a little booty shake before she goes out of the ropes. Uh, I am uh, an avid uh Tainara follower <laughs> on Instagram. Uh so I think what she's doing is owning up on on what's getting her followers. <laughs> so uh, I, uh, this I I uh think that's what's going on. So get it. Get it, girl. Woo! uh, yeah i'm I'm cool with that let's uh let's close it out here with uh the woman of the hour who should easily be like booked like ronda rousey was and that's another rr and that's Rhea ripley (laughs) um get a little r and r yeah nxt i love Rhea ripley so much Uh, like it's almost uh, like she should be on tv every week she's that good she's she's just electricity, and she's such a huge, imposing figure. She, you know, like sometimes we love Charlotte, and she's an incredible wrestler. But sometimes she comes off like a weird mannequin. <laughs> Rhea, Rhea actually seems like a fluid, just like a like a. You know, like how they talk about Randy Orton is if you're gonna sculpt a pro wrestler or look like Randy Orton, if you're gonna if you're gonna do that for a women's wrestler, I I would be hard pressed to find somebody. Not Rhea Ripley. Yeah, no, I I mean, <laughs> we talk about her every week. I, I think we're both madly in love with her. Um, I, She's just... I, I wrote down, it's, it's Rhea who oozes charisma. I mean, the second that match ends, I love seeing her kick Carter out of the ring, and she wants to, you know, this is my ring. She's going to celebrate. It's not anything that comes off awkward or she has bad timing or like yeah, we even they saw her, hey, walter hey, today wrestle heel? Uh, it looks like it's real and she's just get the fuck out of my ring and she's just kicking yeah. people <laughs> well i was just I, I was gonna mention we saw walter today with uh, imperium and th- it's the end of the show so he's got to work on timing now right yeah and he's backing up and he's supposed to be the same sort of imposing figure uh you know the tall statue i, I mean I, we don't we know um and, and he's kind of looking around his shoulder to make sure his boys are in place. And it's like, no, man, you just got to own it. And that's what Rhea does. Rhea already owns it. She yeah. owns the ring. She owns every moment that she's on TV. I mean, uh, when she was going up against Piper Niven or Viper. Um, Viper. Viper Piper. <laughs> well, oh, right. Viper's the Twitter name. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> she's going up against Piper i i still like i was excited for piper to show up in nxt uk but i mean it's rhea ripley like yeah there's only one person in the ring at that point and uh that's not i'm not trying to put down piper but i mean again i just got your name wrong but <laughs> but rhea really is like that next level for sure talent and uh i don't know if her if she's a johnny gargano and she wants to stay in nxt forever but when she's ready to kick the crap out of becky and uh, Charlotte oh, and Sasha yeah. and Bailey, do it. Yeah, hit the go. You know what Rio reminds me of? Um, slightly different way, but just like the way she owns her facial expressions is. Remember when Alexa Bliss was like, "Whoa, where did she come from?" And she would make those um, like angry Bliss faces. Those, Argh! remember that? Yeah, her eyes would bug out of her head, and that it's like she made two faces, and she got sent to the main roster. Yeah. That's what Rhea reminds me of, like that that ferocious roar when she stomps her way, you know. This is my brutality. Nya! And
1: oh, then she man. comes in and does that another stomp up.
0: on the ring apron and then my god, and then she beats up a woman and <laughs> then <laughs> kicks her out of the ring. Get on my ring. Now. Get out. Get on here and then <laughs> Oh jeez. I hope she listens so that she can hear that impression. And then she can stab me. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's all in love i just mean that she's 100 intensity i believe it 100 percent give her money and please give her a better t-shirt because i want to buy one but the one now is kind of eh. um well, i know before we part today you wanted to talk uh just a quick preview for what what's going to happen next week um my god is it already next week holy shit yeah yeah next week is the first real wednesday night war AEW and nxt both live at 8 p.m eastern hey, time we got smackdown on fox 2 that's gonna be a hell of a show <laughs> by the way we're, we're barely bringing that up and that is a major major change in pro wrestling yep, must see and uh I'll, I'll do this real quick too um everybody that's watching impact wrestling on uh, access have fun go at it let us know how it goes i won't be watching i don't have that kind of time <laughs> i'm excited <laughs> to have a break on tuesday <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks smackdown <laughs> uh, anyway yeah well nxt is pulling out just everything they can you're getting Shayna baszler she's gonna pummel candace LeRae for the women's championship you're getting the undisputed era versus the street profits uh for the nxt tag championships and then adam cole <coughs> i said adam Cole. Baby. thank you baby uh, we'll be fighting the king of bros matt riddle for the nxt championship uh you know this was definitely a, a john hammond card uh at no expense um here's my question they they're really pumping it out with you know limited commercial breaks Um, Are we getting filler matches, or are we getting three, like, 20, 25-minute title matches? I think what they're going to do is do what you just said with also some filler, because they keep talking about the commercial, the limited commercial interruptions. So I think they're going to give you something that you can't flip away from, right? So there's going to be something, too, like a a champa or something something like, a like that or a kevin owens something like yeah. that okay well we also have two hours on AEW side matt um you're gonna get somebody i think we like a lot mjf is going up against brandon cutler i'm really excited to hear mjf uh be uh pg-13 um on tnt that's the promise you can't say fuck but he you can go pretty far you can say shit yeah. asshole um those those are on the table is that right um i don't know i haven't looked at, what do you mean is that right <laughs> i have no clue pg-13 you could say shit and asshole right sure all right i Good. i really don't know I, i'm not sure Matt, yeah is is pussy on the table no okay i didn't know if MJF was gonna be like hey brandon cutler you big puss you know <laughs> <laughs> like that's how they open up aew (laughs) that's the first thing those are the that's the first sentence on aew um (laughs) we also have adam hangman page the guy they just he's is he their roman reigns they just can't get this guy over um and he's gonna fight Pac, who is as the dastardly bastardly heel he's obviously over um I don't know. It sounds like a bad situation for Paige because he's not going to get any noise. But we don't book the shows. We'll see how it turns out. (laughs) Um, You also got Cody, don't call him Rhodes versus Sammy Rivera. And then in a debut match for the title itself, the AEW women's title will be fought for between Nyla Rose and Rijo. And Matt I can't believe I'm saying this. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks are going up against Chris Jericho and question mark, question mark, question mark. Matt, does this card get you all juiced up? I'll tell you what. I'm I'm not not excited for it. Um, I just, I guess I have more ownership in what's going on on NXT. Like, like comparing... Comparing the two, if I had to say which one right now am I going to watch when it starts. Oh, shit. You know what? I'm probably going to turn on AEW, to be honest. Because I want to see. I at least want to see what it looks like production wise. But the matches that I want to watch. I know. It's all I, on NXT. I, I mean, w- Adam I Cole, Cole baby. Matches. I love watching Bobby Fish and Kyle. Kyle? Just do their, you know, Bobby doing his, his shenanigans on the outside, and Kyle sitting on his butt and kicking you like he's an angry toddler. God, I, I love those guys. And then Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole, the two most like braggadocious guys in the history of wrestling. Oh, my God. And then on right, the other and- side, it's, it's just people we're not used to yet. We're just the old man in the theater. Well, wow, there's two. Who's a hangman? Who? I guess. I guess. What you want to be cognizant of is when NXT first started there was a lot of goofballs and ne'er-do-wells kind of bouncing around and even now there's some guys that you know who but you know we're we're getting best of the best from NXt and aew is just kind of like well, this is our first show we gotta we have to get some new people out there right right so and I and I just like when you look at the tag team stuff too, and you kind of try to you, you try to compare it that way because there isn't something comparable of Matt Riddle and Adam Cole. Um, but I also kind of think the uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Chris Jericho and his two mystery partners is going to probably be a little schmazz. Like it's not going to be. Right? It's not going to be straight wrestling the whole time. And we saw the Young Bucks go kind of schmozzy when they were fighting um, the Lucha Bros. So why would that be any yeah. different on their episodic programming? I mean, you know, we like doing that in the video game. We, you know, the uh, they called it the tornado tag. Basically, all the people in the tag team are in the ring at the, at the same time. And the, the rules for, you know, touch being in your corner are a little more lax. Um, well, that's... I mean that's a very generous generous way of putting it where they're doing identical moves of their opponent instead of making sure their tag partner is safe and <laughs> not i know hurt. it's it's more of like a like a like a like a dance than a you know a bloody tag team match but but i just like i don't hate it but it's definitely something i can watch on youtube later or just watch you know on demand on xfinity later it's not something i feel like undisputed era and the street profits for the nxt tag championships i want to see how that ends yeah i think now that i'm thinking about it i think we are gonna have to punt and um we might have to record on thursday or something because this is i don't think i don't think either of us want to miss you know if we try to divvy up who covered what i don't think that would be the best way to do it i i think you want to kind of watch both kind of see what you know people thought on social media and um it's just it's, it's gonna be such a of fun Smackdown. night <laughs> just looking at it i don't know what to do like I, i'm i i'm we can really preview smackdown i'm like Let's nervous do that. excited for aew i'm nervous excited knowing what they have to go up against knowing the odds knowing the budget they're going up against um god damn three championship matches on nxt like they really didn't want you to watch the first episode of aew <laughs> <Neat>. <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah as much as we talked about um cody maybe coming off as you know a little a little nervous about what what's about to transpire so so is wwe like they switched up their whole nxt like uh lineup um you know they now they're doing it live now they're doing it for two hours now they're moving nxt uk to thursdays now they're moving you know to facts i mean that's not connected to AEW but you know now it's on fridays and they're just they're reorganizing everything um Oh, I I they're 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 definitely trying to like they're they're not unconcerned with AEW. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, we know that. Triple H's plea to like please don't turn it off. God, we love you. That's what I'm like if we go we go full circle here and go back to the Cody Rhodes comment, Cody's doing the exact same thing that Triple H was doing. he just put it in a letter form because I think he's gonna have more of a performance to put on that he'll have a cody rhodes the character on tv and maybe he's even being more professional by doing it on social media in a letter than being triple h and going out in the crowd and going (laughs) but i don't know that's i'm just saying maybe i'm not saying i for sure think that i'm just kind of playing playing some games here but um yeah i think it's time to wrap it up uh yeah. everybody go to uh, bod podcast to follow what's going on uh over you know for the rest of the weekend and then of course next week we'll have a brand new schedule we'll have to get used to and uh to be honest Thursdays does seem like the best day to get to get that done but uh, i think i'm gonna be in for quite the conversation with the wife so we'll see how that goes Woo! somebody's um, getting a spanking woohoo Everybody, don't forget to check out, if you are a Red Wings fan, BOD Hockey, and if you are a hockey fan at all, go to the Hockey Podcast Network, because we are all going live, Michael and I, as brothers of discussion talking hockey, uh, in particular Red Wings, uh, but the entire Hockey Podcast Network goes live on October 1st, we are a part of it, we want you to be a part of it too, so check that out, you'll be hearing a lot more about that as uh, the shows move along, The hub for the Brothers of Discussion and uh, will be the hub for those episodes as as well uh, of uh, Brothers of Discussion Talk Hockey will be still BODpodcast.com, BrothersofDiscussion.com. And you will have all the links to find all the social media accounts and keep up with uh, your two favorite brothers talking about uh, pro wrestling. And now, starting October 1st, Detroit Red Wings Hockey, Mike i should have said how the heck are you that would have been oh that would have been money mike let's sail off into the sunset matt this was more enjoyable than watching otis look at mandy rose in a max oh my god we should have talked about that you know all the problems that people have with the joker and like how they're like they're making this argument that because of how troubling the joker's character is they're telling people it's okay to shoot up you know their family or whatever who's saying that That's just look up the Joker and you'll see a bunch of articles about people going back and forth about, uh, nobody's even watched the movie yet, but they have this idea of what it's about anyway, you know, that they're romanticizing like the serial killer aspect of the Joker. Anyway, what they WWE definitely did was romanticize all of you creeps that wait outside after a show's done, that need to take pictures with Candace LeRae or, you know, Mandy Rose, and you wait outside the hotel room. Stop it. That's what Otis was doing. I hope to God that there was an inkling of conversation between Otis and Mandy where it was like, hey, why don't I pretend to be one of those creeps that wants a picture with you after the show? Like, just cut it out. What do you need a picture with her for? Why do you got to yeah. put your arm around her? God, creeps. I think, anyway. I think it's okay because, I mean, nobody put a gun to her head to make her, you know, put a bathing suit on for Maxim. I mean, I, we all know why the picture was taken for people to look at, so it's just... Oh my god. Here we go. You know, I I like looking at pictures of ladies, okay? That's fine. Look at the so pictures. Don't Keep your hands off her. You know what? I'm really not pumped to do live shows because now I can't look at pictures of ladies while we're doing episodes i'm excited for you to not be able to play uh basketball um while we're recording that was two times (laughs) i didn't think you noticed the second time (laughs) (laughs) with the horns going off in the background all right everybody after that episode i turned off the horn sound effect (laughs) (laughs) well we're gonna call it a night and uh we'll see you probably on thursday next week and next thursday it's gonna be great you know why because we're going to be coming! Oh, God. <laughs> All right, bye, everybody. Bye.